it was a weird week because it was, you know, it was just a heavy week, right? Mm-hmm. And then Friday came, and I was like, oh well, thank God it's the weekend because I need some time off of work. Mm-hmm. Woo! I'm about to change my whole mood. Here come my positive vibes. <laughs> And then I got the note from, um, I heard from our guy, Dub, shout out to the Elements podcast. And he just said, Chad would pass. And I was like, he did what? Who? It just, it was, that's wild. Like 43 years old, had been battling colon cancer for the last four years. Wild. Nobody knew. Like, nobody not knew. one person the directors he worked with his co-workers tmz like nobody had it like that was the craziest part of all of it like obviously like him passing but just the fact that nobody knew like obviously we saw the pictures and videos of him getting skinny and everybody's just like oh he must be like prepping for a role or something like yeah they said they would say he was still out here doing his own stunts in black panther too Wait, <laughs> like you still doing your own stunts and everything hmm? i didn't know they started filming that already Black Panther mm-hmm. uh, came out in what, 2018? No, he said two. No, 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 no. Black, I would say he was doing his own stunts. Also, in Black oh, Panther like also. Yeah. I thought you were doing like yeah, Black well. Panther 2. Gotcha. But yeah, like, rest in peace, Chad with Bozeman. Like, that that man, that brother had talent, just class. Mm-hmm. Like, he carried himself in a way that was just real dignified all the time. And um, he was a real, he, he was a real hero. Like a real life black superhero, so yeah, yeah, it, it's wild. That's really all I can say. Like it's crazy. SNL skit was still one of his funniest moments, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeopardy potential. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell no, <nah>, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm giving you the hang of this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said, "No, I've not had a potato salad." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, before. We got into the show. We definitely just want to say rest in peace to Chadwick. And um, Most definitely. Yeah. let's get into it, y'all. Welcome to episode 164. We have been doing this a, a long time, y'all. Of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catcher, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. <clears throat> Give It To Me. There we go. <laughs> Sounded exactly the same. Exactly. Thanks, <laughs> Sorry. No. I am only known yeah, as. Okay. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. <laughs> you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. We're better known as Katie. Take that, take that. Brony. Just actually a word now. Yeah, Tim, you- yeah that's right. that dope. They got access to the dictionary. <laughs> Man, Tim, you didn't even let when I, I just realized this when I did the uh the intro to the show, you don't even give Cam room to say and we black no more, fam. <laughs> you let him get that off one week. Always. Hey, you gotta come <laughs> looking at <in> that. 
It's gonna be a race to start the show now. Y'all go. It's his slogan. You better come on, come on with it. You better find somewhere to put it. Relax, my good sir. Jesus. It's a family. But Tim, could you tell the people where they can find us on social media if they're looking for us? You can catch me. Oh, damn, I thought you were going to do Wait a minute. I thought it was going to, you know, never mind. Oh, anyway. my fault. I was you can catch dancing. <laughs> you was over there jiggy to bop and shit. www.technicalfile.com. You said what? I, I figured where you were going. I just let you hang out there. <laughs> yeah. See, don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Yeah, right. T-E-C-K. You can also find us on the Twitter and the Instagram at Technical File. Mm-hmm. Facebook Technical File Podcast is our Facebook page. We also mm-hmm. have a Facebook group, Technical File Pod Overtime. Mm-hmm. There it is. Well, you can join in with listeners, fans, and fam, but don't forget, you can also see our beautiful faces on the YouTube Technical File Podcast. <laughs> keep looking at your face and it just keeps throwing me off. You Eric talking J. to Eric? <laughs> Dang! Um, this is like... It's so shiny. Out of my face. Yeah, here's my face. <laughs> 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 it all the time. Uh, no stash. It's just... That's what's different. Whoopi. He goes to the whoopee now. That's what's different. Whoop. I was looking at his face, too. <laughs> and I could not figure out what was different. Yeah, I had a little, Dude, I had a little shaving accident <laughs> this morning. I had to take the whole thing off. It's tragic. Like, it, it's just all blending. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no defined features to separate the nose from the mouth. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Right? My bad. Hey, hey, you I was looking for the separator. <laughs> Getting these jokes off right now, be <laughs> no no five o'clock shadow, no peach fuzz. Yeah, no, Malik got a thicker mustache than that shit. <laughs> Porn stash is ripping my facial hair. Fuck I hey that. Listen, that shit just <laughs> weird, bro. I'm just <laughs> just keep looking at you all. Hey, who got the next part? Keep going before Tim just ripped the whole show, fam. I can't. I'm just looking at it's like <laughs> looking at the mole and shit. <laughs> just be staring at his face. So <laughs> Sorry. It's funny because Tim may never do this. Like Tim never does this. This is one shot. Like, like and he's really taking it. Like he's head. really hey, taking. If he looked like this next week, it'll be number two. <laughs> and it's so funny because I, I didn't realize what was different until he said it. That's why it's so. Funny. We'll see. <laughs> hey, you act like you missed the potato head. Like he can pick. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Damn, he took the whole mustache off. Put it to the side. <laughs> Hey, hey, instead of leaving a mask, this nigga be leaving his mustache in the car. He left the mustache in the car. <laughs> Hold on, baby, let me go. Hold on, You're baby. Like, you give a mustache. At least kids shit funny. Like. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> he detached that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, right, so I'm just say some garbage shit now. It's hot. <laughs> That was funny. That Sorry. was funny. Sorry, we had to take a take a Ooh, brief. Uh, we need that commercial. was funny. You need a break, Eric. <laughs> 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 ah, 
You act like you was wrong. <laughs> right. Like, I ain't got nary a chuckle. Like, kid shit was funny. Tim was just... Hey, you only nigga ain't laughing. Like three minutes. <laughs> like, all right. This nigga has a line, bro. You are- hey, the people, if, you, if you're watching the video, you will see that Duke has also been laughing this whole time. He has. If you were listening, it sounded like, he, you know, it went... It, <laughs> listen. That was funny. If you need a break, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you are new here i swear this ain't how the show normally starts but we're gonna let this ride because this is just this is actually gonna go in like the tech file hall of fame can we make this- a picture mr potato head yes we can it feels good to laugh this it's, it's fitting <laughs> Ooh, it feels good to laugh this hard. Okay. Tim, you down with the social medias. Could you say them again? Because you said them so long ago. Just a long time ago. All right. Oh, Facebook, man. Technical File Podcast. We also have a Facebook group, Technical File, Technical File Pod Overtime. Listeners, fans, fam. That's where they at, though. Twitter and Instagram, Technical File, T-E-C-K. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Also, we have a website, www.technicalfile.com, where you can find these other... Ah, other sites that we're on, including our YouTube page, Technical File Podcast. Hey, man, like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this uh, amazing Tech File fam, um, share with everybody you know. Um, your mama, your granny, your sister, your daddy, everybody. Everybody you know, share. We don't grow without y'all. We don't. So you guys love it. You love what we do. We love y'all. So let's grow. Let's go. We got we got a challenge this week. Um yeah, put me on music y'all listening to. Even if oh. it's all just a song that you love next you listen to, put me on. I like mm-hmm. I, love, I love music ones. Yeah, screenshot let me what you listening to and you know, of course screenshot uh, um you listening to us. It don't matter what country it can be whatever. I like <laughs> country music. So Country slap, low key. I'm telling you. Yeah, ever since the BT Awards, I seen Kane Brown been collaborating with some black artists too. Oh, has yeah. it? It's, it's been some good, nice music. Yeah. Kane yeah, Brown Cole. Hmm. Country music give me the same uh, vibes as Sundown Towns. And going. <laughs> <laughs> Not that old. Uh, fair enough. That's fair. I can't argue That's with fair. that. I can't argue with that. That's, That's fair. fair. Uh, wherever you find podcasts, as you can find us, that includes Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We SoundCloud. Too. Yes, sir. There we go. Okay. Yeah, we did too. Spotify. Spotify. Right there too. Right here radio. We everywhere. Himalaya. Like a player. Wherever you're listening to this episode right now. While there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars are better. It helps us, and we appreciate it. We appreciate it, it so, so much. Like, we really yeah, don't grow without y'all. Like, Tim, well, not like Tim was saying, but like Ken and Eric were saying, like, we need y'all to share that show. We need y'all to rate and review. It helps us so much. That's how we keep getting bigger, how more people find us. You know, Indeed. We're trying to get to the next level. Put somebody y'all help on. us get there. Y'all help us get there, so... 
we appreciate y'all that uh, that do that for us week in and week out. Indeed. We also appreciate our top listening cities. So we're going to mm-hmm. shout them out real quick from the past week. In the number one spot, <clears throat> the hometown Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, we got Fresno, Texas. Fresno. Fresno. I'll see y'all. Number three, we got Seattle, Washington. Okay, Seattle. Number four. (laughs) Number four, we got Chandler, Arizona. Oh, Arizona, what up? Number five, we got Janesville, Wisconsin. Okay, Janesville. Up north. Number six, we got Chicago, Illinois. Southtown. Always showing love. For sure. Number seven, we got Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, Charlotte. Where Texas at? There was number two, number fam. Two. Texas? For, who was, who was number two? It was Fresno. Oh, Fresno. Yeah. Number eight, we got Miami, Florida. All right, Miami. 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 <laughs> yes, sir. Number nine, we got Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Okay. All right, Maryland. Number 10, we got Germantown, Wisconsin. I didn't like playing y'all in basketball either, but especially football. Y'all was cold in football, but shout out to y'all for sure. Uh, international listeners, Eric, I hope you uh, got your languages ready. They include Belgium. Belgium. Oh, I can't even hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep. Saying I don't know what they speak, so I'm just saying hi. <laughs> the United Ready? Kingdom. Hello. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and and Spain. Hola. Como estas? Buenos dias. I wasn't asking you. I was asking the listener in Spain. But it's nice to know that you're doing well, friend. You ain't going for that. You ain't. You ain't. I just nah. said good morning, bro. Me gusta. Uh, <laughs> el tango en la biblioteca. <laughs> Donde es la biblioteca? <laughs> Anywho, before we butcher any more of the Spanish language. Mm-hmm. Y'all be talking about me in French. Tango <laughs> los gatos en mis pantalones. <laughs> what you talking Say about? your pants. What night in Blue Street? Like he said he got large cat in his pants. <laughs> I haven't seen Blue Streak in years. My mom loved that movie. That was my show. That was my movie. That's that show. That was Anywho, let's get into the topics of the week. So we're just going to lead off with the biggest news story from the past. <laughs> and um, fellas, y'all just join in and tell them the story because it's a lot of different pieces here. And... Uh, there's no way I'm going to have the whole story down by myself. Dude, so this has been the longest week ever because I didn't realize this is the first time we've talked about it. Jesus Christ. It's happening yeah. on what, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That feels like it was like two uh, months ago at this point. Jesus Christ. It's been the longest year. Yeah. Facts. The, the longest year. Um, so on Wednesday... The Bucks are supposed to play game five against Orlando Magic. You saw Magic players warming up. If you're watching Fox Sports Wisconsin, you know, if you were here in Wisconsin, you saw, you know, the normal crew talking about it, Zora, Jim, you know, Marcus, they're, you know, just chatting it up. 
And then as they're showing the court, you don't see the Bucks players anymore, like in real time. And if you're on Twitter, you're seeing all these tweets come through and the tweets are just like, the Bucks aren't on the court. There is word the Bucks might boycott. And that's the word they use, boycott. I want to make that clear in this moment. And the time hits, the Bucks ain't out there. The Magic are warming up, kind of looking around like what's going on. Eventually they walk out. Eventually the refs walk out. And the news comes out officially that the Bucks decided to boycott the game. And they were boycotting the game. We come to find out later. In the time, in real time, we didn't know why. But George Hill individually felt as if he could not play basketball that day. He had been thinking about it for some time. He told coach, talked to him about it, and you know, took a couple hours to think about it, see how he felt. And he decided that he couldn't go. He didn't. He didn't want to play. He let the coach know. Coach knew, but he was kind of hesitating telling his teammates because he didn't want to make them feel pressured to do anything. So right before game time, he tells his teammates, hey, you know, I'm not playing. I don't really feel it in me. Apparently then Sterling Brown also said, I'm with you. I'm not playing. And at that point, Giannis stepped in and said, if y'all not playing, I'm not playing. And the team decided together that they were not playing basketball that day. And instead, they spent that time trying to find justice for Jacob Blake. And they also were able to make a phone call into the Wisconsin state legislator um, in that moment. They talked to Jacob Blake's uh, father and they chose to put out a statement after the game, a unified statement in which they talked about the fact that they wanted to address police accountability, police brutality and the criminal justice reform in some way, shape or fashion. I love the line. I don't remember it exactly, but George Hill mentioned something along the lines of, as athletes for the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin, we're expected to perform at a high level every time we come out on this court, day in and day out, even off the court. We expect the same from those representatives in the law. And I was like, facts, like facts. Everyone is expected to go to their job and do the very best of their ability every day and day in and day out. And to see that our legislative branch is just sitting here like, no, Man, on some part on some biased you know <clears throat> bipartisan bullcrap is like it's disappointing yeah um once they find out the bucks weren't playing um and that they were trying to forfeit the game the magic said we do not accept the forfeit and we ain't playing either after that news came out the rockets and thunder they were like well, we ain't playing either like they're not playing so we're not playing and then, of course, the Lakers and the Blazers were like, and we ain't playing either. You know, they felt that how could they play after what the Bucks did? Meanwhile, the Bucks were apparently doing this, just thinking of it like they didn't expect. They expect this snowball. snowball. <laughs> they literally thought they would just give up a game and then the rest of the day would continue as was. They didn't realize they, you know, it would have it could have been a deeper, a bigger message. And. That's how things happen sometimes when you when you just feel in a certain way, you, you worry about the right now, you don't think about the ramifications that it has. And mm-hmm. it didn't just affect the NBA, the WNBA stopped. They put out a very powerful unified uh, statement. They had a whole video coverage of it as well. I believe it was the Mystics walked in with t-shirts that spelled out Jacob Blake's name on the back. It had seven gunshot wounds. Like mm-hmm. they also had like a unified candle, uh, vigil and like they were doing plenty of work 
baseball games were, were postponed after the Brewers came in and said, we see what our brothers, the Bucks are doing. We don't, we're not going to do it either. But they're playing the Reds that week, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we're not accepting the forfeit. We wish y'all to. And it kind of dominoed from there. There were games post, as at least it postponed. Uh, the MLS didn't play games. The NHL did play games that, that night. But the next night, they went on straight. You had uh, yeah, NFL practices getting canceled. Yeah. Right, it snowballed everywhere, which is wild to see, actually. It was, was kind of – it was a positive. It was a positive to see, but it was it was interesting how our squad, which is like, like you said, I was real proud of them for doing it, uh, kind of took lead on that. And, yeah, it was, it was wild. And then they had their demands. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, sorry. As we went into it, like we said, there wasn't a real plan at stake. Like, they just knew they weren't up to playing and they knew why they weren't playing. They were trying to do something. But some things did come out of that. As we mentioned, the Wisconsin State Legislative, they actually, they met, uh, is it today? Yesterday? I think it was yesterday when he gaveled in and gaveled out. Yeah, nothing got done, but... It has attention on it now. Like just to put it into context, like the Wisconsin State Legislature legislature has not passed a single bill since before March. So through a whole pandemic, through probably the strongest civil rights movement of my lifetime, um, nothing through economic like destruction, <laughs> nothing. Like so many people out of work, so many people furloughed, nothing. Like. The Wisconsin State Legislature has done nothing. I cannot stress that word enough since before March. Like, they haven't even met in full um, in that time. Like, they haven't debated any bills. They haven't put anything up for a vote. Nothing this entire time. Um, And that's all because they have, like, gerrymandered the fuck out of the state to where Republicans are in power. um, And they just refuse to act on anything that the democratic governor has on his legislative agenda. So (laughs) instead of helping people, instead of doing what they're elected to do, they're just taking their ball and going home, which is disgusting Mm -hmm. and frustrating as fuck as Wisconsin, as a Wisconsin resident and voter. Mm -hmm. Um, (sighs) Mind you, this is the same legislature that stripped the incoming governor of numerous powers that he had um, or that the office had under Scott Walker as he was coming in. Um, it's just dirty ass politics all around. And, you know, like Trump obviously gets like the brunt of our angst and our frustration, but like this is an entire party that is hell bent on failing to govern. Like they just, they're just choosing not to <laughs> like they started under Obama. Like they were all about obstruction. Then they get voted in and they just choose not to do anything. So it's, 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 it's also just really uh, <laughs> hypocritical. Like the, the hypocrisy that you see within them is it's ridiculous, but I don't even want to dive into that. Cause that could be a whole, a whole other podcast. Um, Robin Voss <laughs> is like the, the biggest, uh, 
I don't know, roadblock to all of this. Like he's the, he's not the, he's either Senate majority leader or the assembly leader. Either way, he's like head of their Wisconsin legislator, legislature um, coalition. So if you want to direct your anger towards anybody, like send, write his office, call, do whatever, put pressure on that man because he's destroying the state of Wisconsin. Speaker of the state. Thank you. The NBA P or the NBA and the MBPA, they put out a joint statement about action that they would take. So one thing that did occur um, with this strike was that the NBA decided to take some more action. They agreed, the NBA and the players, to have a social justice coalition. And that coalition will be focused on a broad range of topics, which includes increasing access to voting, promoting civic engagement, and advocating for meaningful police and criminal justice reform. In every city, two, in every city where the franchise or the league franchise owns and controls the arena, the team governors are going to work to make sure that that facility can be turned into a voting location for the 2020 general election and allow a safe in-person voting option for communities that are vulnerable to COVID. If the deadline actually already passed with that and they can't register as a voting site, then the team governors are going to continue to work with the uh, local election officials to find another issue related to election to use the facility, which could include uh, voter registration or receiving or ballot receiving board. So, and the Pfizer is already uh, Pfizer and Miller Park is already registered as voting spots. All right. Yes. Yeah, so Pfizer yeah. for Pfizer Forum was already a voting site. Like they announced that back in June, I believe. Yeah. Um, but they were this week announced as early voting locations, so people can go early, like before election day, to submit their ballots um, at those two locations. I mean, to be quite honest, like, this is something that probably should have happened a long time ago. Like, if, you know, <laughs> like, these buildings are funded by public funds, so there should be, like, civic uses for these buildings um, that don't necessarily generate income but can be used to facilitate things, like, around the city. So, uh, I mean, it's a good step, but the owners do need to do more, like, and I'm, I'm I'm proud of the players for putting pressure on them, but there are like I said like I said last week like these are people that are in the rooms where like all the decisions are made like they're the ones funding different um, different candidates different uh, they're you know paying for lobbyists and stuff like that so like these are the people that you need to be putting pressure on because like they can talk to they can either give their money or they can talk to the people with even more money or their rich friends or whatever, like they can get shit done way more than like grass, grassroots efforts can, um, which I mean, is a sad commentary on the state of us politics, but it's, it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. League is also going to be working with uh, players and their network partners to create advertising spots throughout the W or not WBA, the NBA playoff games and, and also be dedicated to promoting greater civic engagement in national and local elections and raising awareness around voter access and opportunity. Players felt like, you know, they took a knee, they were doing all this other stuff to bring attention to it, but now they're not even showing them kneeling anymore. Things are getting cut because people want to talk about basketball a little bit more than they want to talk about those issues. So they wanted to make sure to draw the attention right back onto some of the things that they were in there protesting in the first place. 
like one small example of that is like they had Black Lives Matter t-shirts on like the ball boys or like the people that like mop up the sweat and shit um, for the seeding games. Then once the playoffs started, they stopped wearing them. So it's like, oh, fuck that. Like, <laughs> bring the shirts back. back. Like you can't. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, as an, an example of like the things that they're talking about. Yeah. That pretty much sums it up that they're playing basketball again. We're going to talk about the playoffs a little bit later in the show. There were some scuttlebutt about LeBron's role in all of this and how he reacted, given that he is the face of the league. Scuttlebutt. Hey, that's, that's the right word to use. Look it up. Look it up. And uh, yeah, no, also, I did find that interesting. Like all the report. First of all, like there are way too many leaks coming out of that players only meeting. Like as the meeting is going on, like Woj and Zach Lowe and everybody is like, "Oh, this is what just happened. This is what just happened. These people said this. They're considering not playing." Like before the meeting even ended, like there were like fifteen different reports about what's going on in the meeting. Like keep your shit in house. Like all of that getting out into the public like really made things look worse. Um, like people, people seeing that the players weren't like they're behind the bucks, but they were upset with the bucks because they felt blindsided or um, <clears throat> whatever Pat Beverly did or didn't say to Michelle Roberts, like everything, like that's a highly emotional situation where people are going to say things or are going to express feelings that don't necessarily reflect a hundred percent, like how they feel, or at least like, once they have a chance to calm down, like what they would want out there. So like, again, like if you're having a private conversation, keep that shit private, man. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. But like, you can tell LeBron's team went in the uh, overdrive after. Cause like so many uh, articles were written, like, Here's what LeBron was thinking, or here's here's LeBron's <laughs> side of the story, or LeBron pissed. LeBron pissed everybody off. Which one was it? <laughs> like, was he mad? Did he piss everybody off? Was people pissed at him? Like, what, what's up? What's like, my read of the situation is just that he he always wants to be like at the forefront, um, and he sees himself as a leader. Um, so the fact that he was expected to kind of fall in line with something that was kind of out of everybody's control. Um, he ain't like that shit. So he wanted to, you know, exert his power for lack of a better word. Yeah. <laughs> um, which again, whatever, but I, I just feel like that type of shit should have kept, should have been kept in, in house. Mm-hmm. I agree. But like all this voting stuff, like obviously like he did the more than the vote stuff. Like I'm sure most of these initiatives that they came to, with the owners like that shit came from lebron or at least in part from lebron because it's a lot about like civil civic engagements and stuff like that so mm-hmm. at least he did use that as an opportunity to kind of push his agenda forward he brought back the old school voter die t-shirt too i saw that he ran out in practice i was like oh you did he hey, for what, I was like, that's a skirt though that's man. a throwback i remember them shirts that was a crazy campaign die. man that was a crazy campaign. John Kerry. Like, like. Yeah, John Kerry. He used to be on, on V100. Hey. Good <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Anywho, they're back to playing basketball, as I said. Michael Jordan apparently played uh, a larger role than most would have expected in helping the owners and players have a good channel of communication. He was apparently like a liaison between the two. 
even telling the owners at certain points, like just just listen to what they're saying right now and just chill out and listen when we can get somewhere. Why representation matters. Like having people in the room matters. Exactly. Because like, if it's just 30 white dudes on a call, like this yeah. shit could have went sideways. Very. Yep. Very. <laughs> like no understanding whatsoever. And also too, before we move on, the uh, head coaches and executives from the Cleveland's three major sport teams, they actually put together a sports alliance. So that's the Cavaliers, the Browns, and the Indians. And they're working to develop and sustain, or walk up, they're working to develop a sustainable and direct strategy to address social injustice facing the city of Cleveland and all of Northeast Ohio. I can't say exactly if that is a catalyst from what we just saw with NBA striking because they announced it the day after. To me, that makes me think that they have been talking about that yeah, for Mm -hmm. a little minute and they happened to announce it then. Maybe they rushed into the announcement, you know, before they actually planned to do it. But I'm glad to see it done. I also read that uh, Bucks GM and Brewers GM have been talking to each other, actually, a little bit more about what they could be doing together in the community. The Washington football team is back in the news again because they can't help but be in the news for negative things. Mm. Eric, could you uh, go into your <coughs> least favorite franchise's latest transgression, please? Um, I thought they was winning you back, but then this came out. Well, he already said we were winning back. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm his lawyer. Y'all need I to mean, fire like, that this man. May, uh, this, might be, this might lead to it. Um, but, yeah, so uh, for Washington football team employee told the Washington Post um, that a former executive instructed it for a behind-the-scenes video of team cheerleaders during their swimsuit cal- calendar uh, shoot be made for Donald. Uh, I was about to say Donald Sterling, um, Daniel Snyder, <laughs> who is the owner of the team. Um, Snyder has come out and he denied that it. He didn't really deny that it happened. He claims that he had no knowledge of it happening and it wasn't made like for him. Hmm. It was against somebody else for him. (laughs) But he took took responsibility for the culture of the, you know, of the organization. And if this did happen, but then he went on to kind of call the, the article itself a hit job. And like, it just, it was a very mealy mouthed non- Denial, denial, if that makes sense. So you did that shit, but you ain't gonna say you did that shit. But you ain't gonna kind of say he didn't. That shit didn't, but he did. Like Like he said, he did it, but he not. He not saying that he did it, but he not saying that he didn't do it. Yeah, (laughs) I take responsibility for the culture of the of the organization. No, nigga, that's your calendar. (laughs) We know that was for you. (laughs) I mean, like obviously, this is this isn't even the first time that like they've been. This isn't the first time that stuff has come up about like the cheerleaders and kind of like the front office leadership of that organization um, and sketchy behavior. Um, so yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say I'm starting to think, but obviously like where there's smoke, there's usually at least a little bit of fire. So, yeah, well, okay. we're going to keep this um, not positive news moving going for it. One good thing that did come out about Washington is that they're renaming the streets uh, by their either their headquarters or their stadium Sean, after Sean Taylor and Joe Gibbs. So, oh, that's dope. 
people are still oh that's tight that's <laughs> right up in arms about the name they still tripping about it for god's sake just give us a fucking nickname like <laughs> I, say, I think Washington football team is cool Like I do too Like It has a nice ring to it It'll it, it grow on you throughout the season We've been saying It'll that be for fun. seven years And it sounds perfectly normal to us To hear that as a football team name <laughs> Seven is a long time Yeah Bengals player yeah. Mackenzie Alexander He left the team after his father was reported missing Who was But yeah So the Bengals player He was arrested on account of battery now, NFL Network reported that he was arrested after allegedly confronting the man who left his father behind while on a berry picking mm. trip. The good news is that his father was found alive and in good health. So, oh, good. so you had to whoop his ass. Oh, do that for leaving his dad. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It sounds like, like he left my pops. Where? All right, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I come see. You. I catch in traffic. <laughs> allegedly that's what happened I mean allegedly let me just throw it in there but allegedly uh, yeah allegedly that's, it makes light of the situation but it's very it's very picking a thing like I was unaware that like that country thing or they don't you can go I pick mean, berries like a strawberry yeah, uh, go berry strawberry fields and shit like that can you do that I mean yeah I would say like farmers like a lot of people are hired to come work to like berry well no I mean like it sounds like it was like a yeah, like, leisure like it's like an activity that people oh, go Oh, yes. I mean, people go apple picking, strawberry picking. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a, de- it's a definite thing of leisure. Interesting. I got a joke there. I'm like, I'm just going to leave it, though. <laughs> got to laugh to keep it. let it fly. All right. Huh? I said, let it fly. Oh, no. It's about cotton picking. Oh, oh yeah. No, no. okay. We're going to leave that. I know. I know. No. <laughs> 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 he said, that I, "Clearly, I knew better, God." <laughs> um, a member of the Oakland A's organization tested positive for the Rona, which caused Major League Baseball to propose to po- post. Why is that a hard Propose? word right now? Postpone. Postpone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the team's game on Sunday against the Houston Astros. So, sorry for the horn. I don't know what's going on outside my house right now, but. Yeah, that's Popo. So MLB still got some things going on that, you know, they got to work out. Well, we're nearing closer to the end. Trade deadline just happened, so. Yeah, so, I mean, they're going to keep moving forward, but that must be a train. I don't know if y'all can Mm -hmm. hear that, but it is annoying me so bad. All right. I mean, I guess it's boy won an award. Oh no! I was just gonna, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna say like I guess that it's good that they don't have fans in stands right now because the rate at which they're canceling and postponing games like oh, people will be just yeah like I mean right now like they're only pissing off like their TV partners but like they're happy to have any type of content so they'll they'll be all right but mm-hmm. interesting times we're living in. Thanks. Yeah, but Ken's boy won the most improved player award. Oh yeah. Brandon Ingram, Ken's been saying it since the beginning of the season. So, Ken, I'm going to let you have yeah. a little victory lap. Go ahead and congratulate your boy. Thank you, man. Hey, man, you've been putting in work, bro, since he was in L.A. Um, we we gave up on you a little too soon, like I said. But I knew, man, you was going to prosper and get better, bro. So, you know, it's time for you to shine. Time for you to become an all-star and get even better, yo. So, you know, keep doing your thing. The only time I want you to lose is when you play against the Lakers, bro. Ain't nothing personal. <laughs> Fair enough. 
this August. contract should be coming up soon too, ain't it? Finishing oh, eligible. Yeah, for yep. For an extension. <laughs> hmm. Reunite. No, actually, I think that he's a restricted free agent this summer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt y'all to have a Brandon Ingram. I mean, a shot creator, they need yeah, one. A shot creator, somebody else to go get a bucket outside of AD? They couldn't pay for uh-huh. him, but yeah. they need one. But they, they could use oh, yeah. Ingram on this squad. <laughs> they can't afford him. Kuzma so sugar happy right now. I was like, bro, relax, bro. Hey, he pulling up, bro. bro. Damn near from half. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, you <laughs> relax. the ball up full court in the pool. Like, damn. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you got, got like that? Bro, like, chill out, bro. Um, just in case y'all have a TV near you, you wanted to put it on mute. The Utah Denver game seven just kicked off. Just letting y'all know for sure. No, that's been going down. Man, we almost did. It's been, but um, it's been enjoyable. Trying to get Sarah Ben right um, now. So Vince Carter, okay, Vince Carter joined ESPN as an analyst. So shout out to Vince for shout out to no big sales. Um, I'm curious to see. How- I, I go. It's really good on TV. Like he's called summer league games in the past. Like he's good mm-hmm. in the studio. Hmm. I think he fits a little bit better with ESPN than he would have. At least studio yeah. wise, like he fits in better at ESPN than he would have at Turner. Like he's a little too late mm-hmm. back for Turner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they be turning up over there. Yeah, they Chuck need us and Shaq. They need to hire us for the uh, unscripted podcast. What they need to do? Get rid of the steam. I mean, mm-hmm. you keep the steam room for you know. Like interviews. Y'all hear? Y'all listening? So may make this happen. What up? Y'all listening? To this <laughs> Steve and I, I know you, you got connections it's over there. Turner, so. All right. Put in a word, my good sir. I mean, you, you like the show, so. <laughs> You've stolen multiple help things us. from the show. <laughs> okay, help nah, us. He don't want to see a shine. He's been helping you. He don't want to see a shine, because then people going to know he's still from Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor is in advanced talks to sell the franchise to a group led by Daniel Strauss. KG ain't involved in that, just so y'all know. But hey, but it's almost it's almost a done deal. Then it sort of sounds like it's almost a done deal. Yeah. And so, they got give them one pick too. Go ahead, new owner. Some people are <laughs> some people are looking at that like that's a little, mm-hmm. a little shady. coincidental. Yeah, like the team. Was- Sale and then they get the number one pick. Number one pick too. It's like what? I mean, that's quite no, a, a added sweetener if you're trying to buy a team. Like the team you're about to buy has number one draft pick. Hey, the here, price so. went up as soon as you got the number one pick. Yep. You know what? I want you to add about ten more. <laughs> oh, ten more bill. <laughs> Go find like three more, three four more other people. Your group ain't big enough yet. So I just wanted to bring this up for Tim and or not Tim for Ken. Tim likes to argue with Ken, but here we go. Get this nigga stopped. The Bears apparently have an open quarterback competition. Yeah. Your coach would not say <laughs> that Mitch Trubisky is the starter. And that's the smart thing to do. Who do you want to start? Trubisky has not proven he he has not proven that he deserves to be the starter. I mean, we got foes. I mean, he he's a winner. In I mean, playoffs. If only that's somebody would have said that the last three, 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 three. No, he, He's a competent quarterback. Like, he's the, he can come in the game and he won't lose the game for us. That's what we need. Stravinsky is inconsistent. 
he act like he don't, you know, that he don't fully, he's not 100% comfortable with the offense. He doesn't take command in the huddle. Like, no. And he makes, <laughs> I don't know, he makes really bad decisions, bro. Trippy Mitchie be on some bullshit. Yeah, but, hey. yeah like he can have a great game. <laughs> he have a great game one Sunday, then follow up next week with like one of the worst games Shoot, ever. He can have a not great next week, the next he three. He can have a great pass, <laughs> pass, and then the next one be like over the, yeah, like, exactly. when we played y'all, I was watching, like, you don't know. I don't know what you're gonna get on no. snap. No. It's play to play. Like it's, it's literally dude, rolling the dice. And watching him play, like my anxiety be trash. <laughs> raise your blood pressure watching him. Exactly, bro. Like it's all bad. All we need is a competent quarterback that can run the offense, take command, you know, make the throws that we need to, um, to make. Um Jacksonville just released what's the name? Um so, oh, Fournette. So Fournette might as well come to Chicago. I mean, you know. <laughs> He ain't doing nothing else. Y'all got Cohen and y'all got, uh, what's his name? Um, they don't have Jordan Howard anymore, do they? He's back from last year that y'all drafted. Y'all David Montgomery. Oh, yeah. He, yeah he's, Montgomery, he's, yeah. Montgomery's got, yeah. But, I mean, why not? But then I mean, y'all could, get use, y'all could use Fournette. Y'all could use yeah. back like Fournette. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a different yeah. to our to our offense. It'll open up the field for 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 foes or whoever's a quarterback. Because right now, like you know, Trubisky can't do shit, so it's easier to play him. Apparently, the betting favors to land Fournette is the Chicago Bears. So, oh really? Because oh, yeah. I really was trying to rack my brain on who could use a running back. I'm like, it's a lot of running back by committees in the league right now. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. We should have tried. We should have went to Cam, but you know, I digress. Man, Cam got them boys playing Kirk Franklin at practice up there in, uh, in Boston. Where his Sunday's best was church hat. Dancing the whole way through mm-hmm. warm-ups, talking about some stone. I was like, go ahead, Cam. Yeah, okay, as long as he went in and throwing them touchdowns, they're they going to play whatever he want. That's a fact. That's a fact. So we'd want to take the time quickly to just say rest in peace to a couple of more gentlemen who passed in the last week. It's like, this has been a long week. It has um, been. Rest in peace to Luke Olson. Rest mm-hmm. in peace to John Thompson. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Clifford. Uncle Cliffy oh, yeah. Robinson. Like, yeah. it was just one thing after another all week. Man, was, this is a tough week. John yeah, Thompson is a fucking legend. <coughs> legend. Like, <laughs> Like, I agree, like, Chadwick was, like, a real-life superhero, but John Thompson was also, like, a real-life superhero. Like, <laughs> I feel like so much of, like, the narrative around him is shaped by the, the media. Um, like, him being, like, a proud Black man, like, was vilified in the 80s, it feels like. Um, of course it was. And it's, like, one of the things where, like, why is he so mad? <laughs> like, I can tell you a million reasons why he's so mad. <laughs> so, like, I told like, you a million reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's one of those things where, like, as I became older and wiser, like, I realized, like, just how, like, impactful he was. And I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know, like, the, I don't even have anything to say. Just rest in peace. Like, he's a fucking legend. Like, Seriously. Um, if you don't know about John Thompson, read about John Thompson. Look him up. Like we did last week, we're going to come back up with the radio. So, 
Ken, would you tell the people who are new here what the radio segment is? Um, yeah, radio segment. For those of you, of you that don't know, um, it's the segment where we play some. We play a song that is sport adjacent. Um, it's written, composed, um, produced, um, performed by somebody in the sports realm. Um, Tim is our DJ. What's real? <laughs> Tim is Tim is our DJ. Um, DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. And um, this is our backstage production meeting. Namaste. This is, is where I tell. <laughs> this is where I tell the guys what song we're playing for the week. Y'all already know because y'all read the episode notes. Unless you're like Tim and you don't read those and you just click play. Uh no, I'll be reading them. Oh, now you read them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this week's song is going to be by Zoe. And if you don't know hey. who that is, that is Lonzo Ball. Hey. And the song is called Dunk Off. Now, I'm going to tell y'all why I picked Zoe this week. It's because Brandon Ingram won the Most Improved Player Award, and he don't do music. But him and Zoe were real cool, and Brandon Ingram liked Zoe's music. And Zoe was on the call when they told him he was becoming the Most Improved Player. So we're going to play Zoe music. Shout out to LaMelo. He signed with uh, Puma. Yes, sir. Uh, I see you, bro. We out here. I see you. You out here. That's Tim's 2K brand that he normally go with. That's my favorite brand in life. Uh, outside of uh, Under Armour, too. Pull Under Armour, top two. <laughs> I love you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite, except for my actual favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you can have two favorites. I mean, you, you can have multiple favorites. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into semantics with you right now, but... Yeah. Ooh. So dunk off. I will. I will <laughs> tell you now, Tim, that the song just starts. I'll. I'll, I'll tell you. Hey, that. Okay. Just for to start off with the hot fire. Our engineer is Dooch. So, Tim will key you up when you want the music to start. So. Oh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm pausing this now because I ain't getting hit with no copyright. So, <laughs> if you want to hear the song and you listening on YouTube, you need to go look it up yourself. Or check out the audio version of the podcast. So, video listeners, we'll be right back. Actual people listen to the audio. Ken, count us down. Five, four, three, two. WTZK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is fine. WTZK Radio, 69.9, where 69 is fine. It's your DJ, DJ, give it to me. We got Zoe. Dunk off. Man, it's too hot. Met her at the club, we hit the Ritz and duck off. I told her, bring a Frank, cause she the perfect jump off. I like designer things, expensive jeans, and mirror cut off. Making plays up in the range, the Louis says don't come off. Had a pluggy overseas, he tripping, had to run off. Took some losses in my life, I swear ain't shit the brush off. I had a girl, she asked if she the one, I told her one off. Wore her heart up on the sleeve, you know that shirt gon' come off. Everybody singing. I'm keeping it playing. Why? Because I feel like this should have no energy in the song. Zio Slayer. Girl, your body came from heaven. Let me say a prayer. I feel like the energy should be higher. So the way he rapping is like he's trying to geek you up, but at the same time he just. No, this is a. 
met her at the club, we hit the Ritz and Ducker. I told her, bring a Frank, cause she the perfect jumper. I like designer things. Yeah, because it was weird, like, the, the energy wasn't there initially, now it's there. See, I like the energy when it's slower. Yeah, with this beat, like, it feels right to be slow. And then the no, no, speed no. up, and then the speed up felt like a, just like a little flex moment. And then he came back to what the beat was supposed to be. And right. I'm cool with the slow. It was just like, he just didn't have, I don't know, I just didn't feel like he believed it. Like, I didn't feel the energy behind his words. Not <laughs> <laughs> necessarily because it was supposed to be sped up or anything, just I didn't feel the, the emotion behind his words. The conviction. In a mink cover plus a gold pack of rubbers only make no, never it never out. You can keep the bunner going forward all with the ball. Keep the punter standing at the top. We look ain't gonna lie to y'all. His album got some slaps on it. Jones just cooked it up. He got a couple, nothing but a corporate puppet. Met her at the club. We hit the Ritz and Ducker. I told her, bring including one called like getting get my merch or getting merch. And they literally just be saying, like, get my merch. Post the song, plays up in the range. Where's the vibe? Some hard whispering. Yeah, you don't disappoint. All right, playoff check in. First up, we got the home squad. Milwaukee defeated Orlando 4-2-1. So, real quick, um, Orlando's Aaron Gordon left the bubble due to a hamstring injury and events over the past few days on campus. Before um, the game. Orlando, I'm throw it out there. Before, before the game. Because they and, all left out. Then Orlando Ford, Jonathan Isaac was ruled out for the 2021 season due to an ACL strain. I mean, due to an ACL. So they already said next year, no go. Yeah, he's, he's done, done, done. That sucks. And it's trash. But I mean, the season's gonna start back in like three months, anyway. It makes sense. Like it's a year-long recovery, and ideally, they're not playing into next uh, August. So, all right. So, um, but Milwaukee did win. Um, so now we're going against Miami. <laughs> we lost the first game one to zero against Miami. We're, so we're down on one to Miami. When this comes out Wednesday, it'll be game two. Mm-hmm. Let's see, how was y'all feeling oh, after the Miami loss? You said low? No, that's douche. Oh, no. Douche probably get a whole combo up. Like, oops. <laughs> um, he was just going to dump all the audio. Right. <laughs> like, right. I was, uh, I was cool until the last five minutes of the game. Freaking Jimmy Butler just went bananas. That man took off. He apparently had told his teammates, <laughs> I ain't. Ain't passing y'all the ball. And he said he made his first couple and they were kind of like, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir. Co- co- coincidentally, those last five minutes of the game, Wesley Matthews was on the bench. And Wes was playing some great defense upon Jimmy. Jimmy mm-hmm. actually got, I believe it's 11 of his 15 in the fourth during that last five minutes when he was not being held by Wes. So. Yep. I mean, he was hitting some crazy shots, though. It wasn't like he was yeah. terrible defense on. He was hitting some wild shots he was just hot like i was like he feeling it like that's one thing about like it sometimes in basketball you just got it in that moment and jimmy had it Giannis did not look strong in the stretch the mvp was making some mistakes the mvps cannot like you can't make those mistakes you can't turn the ball over like that (laughs) 
It looks shitty. I was like, this motherfucker missing free throw. Them free throws. Oh my god! For every missed free throw, I was screaming at the team. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You want to learn how to shoot threes? Nigga, shoot a free throw. God yeah, damn! I, like a lot has been made about like Jason Kidd ruining Yaz's three point confidence and shot, but Ben Sullivan and Buzz coaching staff like they were touted as like the shot doctors and like they were gonna fix his shooting. Um, but he's regressed both in free throw shooting and his three point shooting hasn't really seen an, a, a noticeable improvement. Three point went up. Like his form looks uh, terrible. The form looks bad, but it, the three point version, it has gone. Well, I mean, like it was bad last year and it regressed back to where it had been pretty much historically. Um, like he wasn't, last year he was terrible from three. Like the years before, he was just like below average. And he's gotten back up to below average for the most part. So, like whatever they're doing ain't working. <laughs> um I mean, he missed he missed bad. Yeah, he always misses short. I don't know why. Like he, mm. maybe he, I don't know. I'm not even gonna try to decipher like what's wrong with his his shooting. Like all I see is the results. And Giannis's like, three point shooting when he came in the league was thirty five percent. The following year it was sixteen percent, twenty six percent, twenty seven percent, thirty one percent. First year under Bud, it was uh, 27%, and this year it's 30%. So, so yeah. it ain't, he, he, he has made some improvements generally because it, it was bad early. I remember that. Like, his first year, I remember he was all right, but then it got bad. So The first year, the first year and a half, I feel like, under kid, like, he just didn't let him shoot it. So, like, he just didn't have a bunch of attempts and he just missed a bunch of them. Um, yeah. Like I said, like this year went like last year he started off, he's like sub twenty percent for a lot of a major part yeah. of the year and then he started hitting them like near the end. Bro, he gotta just he gotta make decisions faster. He gotta Do you all think like stop getting petty with the files. You said they gotta start calling files on him. You said what can I no, said, so do you think just the it's the the bubble effect for him? Like, you know, just mentally he's just not hundred percent focused right now? I mean, I see he's been fine. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't good down the stretch against Houston during the seeding game. But, like, I mean, he was fine against Orlando, so. He was just know, bad like, down the stretch this game. game. Like, I think it was just a bad game. Like, honestly. Yeah. Which, it happens. And he still yeah, had, like, what, 18, 10, and 9. So, it's, like, bad is relative. What did you say? No, I said, but he normally, if he has a bad game, he normally come back the next game. Harder. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not overly normally does. concerned. It was just funny seeing him realize when uh, he had a play where he was fouled going to the paint, and he looked over and seeing that Wes and Kyle Corbin was wide open on the wing and corner was pointing. Yeah. Like, oh, he was oh, like, shit, oh, y'all, 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 had you? y'all right had there. You? Y'all right there. I'm like, my nigga, they've been there the whole season. <laughs> no, that wasn't like the first quarter. It was actually really funny. <laughs> It was hilarious, but I'm like, bro, we all have been seeing this shit. Give it to him. Stop just going straight to the fucking bait. If you got three knees. He was there. giving it to him a lot in game one, though. Like, that was part of the argument I saw against him on Twitter was the fact that he was being he, – he kept passing out. He wasn't able to get to his spots. Like, Right, and I, I can understand that. It's, I guess it's in those instances. We're like, okay, bro, it's a fast break. I don't know if you pay attention to how many niggas is on the fast break with you or you just see tunnel vision. <laughs> what? But sometimes I'd be like, it's the easy pass, it's the duck off right there. Your man's in the corner wide open chilling. And he'll instead, you know, do it, try to do a spin move or whatever the case may be. And 
he's not perfect, but learn. he's also not bad. Like it kind of seems like you're framing as if he he has no ability right. to pass out of a drive. No, I'm not that's framing how the it whole that offense has been. I'm shifted. not framing it that way. That's how it was that coming off. I'm just letting you know. Like if that wasn't your intention, that's how it was coming off. No, I'm I know that he know. has ability to pass and move the ball. Like, it's just I feel like there are instances or he has moments in the game where he has lapses of when he his decision making just kind of goes out the window sometimes. He'll have stretches where you'd be like, bro, okay, what are we doing here, Giannis? Not saying that's all game, not saying that's him in general. Just he has moments where you'd be like, okay, you really didn't see that, or you really wanted to go kick the hero, or he's just indecisive. Like you can see he may have wanted to pass, but then he didn't. Or he may want to win it up and then he decided to want to pass last minute. It's just different stretches, and those stretches kind of stand out when we're having these rough spots. I kind of disagree with that, I think. Just because I feel like he's usually I don't want to say too decisive, but it seems like he makes up his mind. Either I'm driving a score or I'm driving a kick out. And he isn't necessarily like he doesn't adapt on the fly as much as I would like him to. But I don't think it's a problem of like, I'm not sure what to do here. It's just like I made my decision before I drove and now I'm stuck. That I would agree with more. Fair enough. But who y'all got in this series, Milwaukee or Miami? Milwaukee, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the things that went wrong with Milwaukee in the first game, I feel are correctable. If they were things where I felt we were getting out schemed a lot, or I will say we looked like we were in worse condition than the Miami Heat were. Like Jimmy Butler, by the end of that game, looked like he could still play another quarter if he really wanted to. And Chris Giannis was looking kind of like, I'm laboring a little bit, which was one thing I was worried about with Bud in the playoffs. I was hoping in the first round he would actually give them more tick so they could get their bodies in shape to be ready to play heavier minutes as the playoffs went on because we are going to need them to. But he was still going 10 deep in the lineups, and I was just like, okay. He did that in this <laughs> game too, in the first game against Miami, and I'm like, I get, I get, I know, but I know Bledsoe was hurt in this game, but come Come on. Like, he actually did play Giannis and Chris, I think, 36 minutes apiece or somewhere around there in this game, which is more than they're accustomed to, which would explain why they looked so labored at the end of the game, which goes back to my original point. But I have faith in the Bucks still. I took it after a game. Essentially, like, Giannis has to be better, but... That's my fault. I was trying to mute myself and mute you on accident because you was talking. I was saying like I um after game I told you that Giannis has to be better, but has to be better. Um and Blesso has to get healthy. Um but it was turnovers. Um and their offensive rebounding was not their their defensive rebounding was shoddy at best and like their rim protection was weird. So I think that what happened and again I would have to like go back and look at the tape. But it seems like they made adjustments to run Miami off the three-point line, which opened up holes to the basket, which is the same thing that they did against Vucevic um, and company in game one against Orlando. So it's kind of like just kind of stick to your scheme, like do what you do and make people beat you doing what you do. Like I get like, I'm not going to say adjustments are overrated, but like scrapping what got you here, before it's even stressed, like <laughs> seems like an unnecessary thing to do, but that's just me. Anyway, bucks and six. Like, long story short, Giannis was a, a minus fourteen in game one against Miami. 
Checks out. Thing, I one thing that I hate, and I'm not even a Bucks fan, is that every single fucking Bucks loss, yo. It's like, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, like, the worst motherfuckers is, like, commenting. It's just like, oh, the Bucks are sorry. Oh, fuck the Bucks. Oh, Trey Middleton. Oh, y'all, this is trash. Like, bro, shut we like. Yeah, yeah a lot That's of that. Like, I, come on, man. I hate seeing that shit. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> and I'm not even a I just log off. I'm not on. <laughs> I have a time yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but it's interesting to me that everybody like, see Giannis saying closer, the MVP is a fraud, yet like y'all all rooting for him to leave Milwaukee because like you want him to go win championships somewhere else. Like so you can't have it both ways. Like either he's garbage or he's the coldest nigga out and every team should want him. Like <laughs> it's stupid, bro. That's fair. Who you got in the series, Cam? Miami or Milwaukee? Oh Milwaukee. They go pull it together. Milwaukee. Uh, all right then. Boston and Toronto kicked off their second round series. That's 2-0 now. Yeah, Boston is up 2-0 right now on the series. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Going into this, I definitely thought that Toronto was gonna win this series. I did not expect Marcus Smart to be able to hit threes consistently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Jason Tatum looks like he's for real, for real at this point. No, he hooped me. Jason Tatum is hooping. You gotta give it to him. <laughs> you gotta give it to him. It was there. We've been trying to tell you, Eric J. It was there all along. <laughs> I realized that my my opinion of Tatum was colored by the fact that he just doesn't play well against the Bucks. It's like mm. my primary exposure to him is in Bucks games. Ah, um, uh, okay, that's fair. So, yeah, man, Tatum hooping. He but also like one thing I noticed like when when Siakam got into foul trouble early in game one like as deep as the Raptors are like their top end talent like they who can get them a bucket at that point I'm like and even Siakam was kind of shaky to begin with but like taking him off the floor like their bucket getters goes their bucket getting ability goes down (laughs) yeah right Van Vliet is then their next uh, primary offensive option so Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Because I, I still have, like, Ooh. Toronto, I think, still has the better coach. Um, and obviously, they're deeper. So, if this series. They do. Like, if Boston can, like, um, get rid of them early, like, that will be to their benefit. But I think that the longer this goes, like, the war of attrition is going to, like, catch up. Like, all, if Boston starters, like, play 40 minutes a game, <laughs> like, that shit going to catch up. You know what I mean? Uh. I won't count Toronto out because we had them down 2-0. And we tricked that off, although they had Kawhi Leonard. But yet and still, they've been in this position before for the most part. I'm sure they're not in a panic or anything like that. So I'm definitely not counting Toronto out. But if Jason Tatum is going to keep playing the way that he has, they're going to be hard to beat because he's looking like the best player on the court, period. Yeah. I, did, I didn't expect that coming into the series. I definitely thought that was going to be Siakam, but Jason Tatum is unreal right now. He's been one of the best players in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> he did hooping. And again, like he had a garbage game against the Bucks, if, but other than that, like he's been really good. Like, yeah. And honestly, <laughs> if the Bucks make it past the second round, which I believe they will, I would rather them play Boston than Toronto. So definitely, 
Toronto, I ain't going with y'all no more. It's all about Boston. Boston got this series in my book. Uh, Boston 4-2? You think so? Is it going yeah, six I'm gonna go Boston 4-2. I don't I give y'all a game prediction. I just got Boston. I had Toronto at seven before the series started. I'll still stick with that. Okay. I'm not particularly confident about that. <laughs> Ken, who you got? You muted. Oh, you muted, fam. My bad, Oh, um, I'm going Boston. Okay. Boston is... <clears throat> Next, we, well, we got y'all up. We got the Los Angeles Lakers. They defeated the Portland Trail Blazers 4-2-1. Mm-hmm. Y'all um, had some trouble in that game. Yeah, they did. Uh, real quick, Portland only had nine players available in the elimination game. Um, mm-hmm. And the Lakers will be playing the winners of the OKC-Houston matchup. But Which is y'all, gone y'all didn't have game. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, who, else, who else was sitting? They, left they the only bubble. had nine active players. Uh, yeah, Damon left the, they hell off the bubble with that cute picture with, uh, when he finally got to see his son again. That was And he announced that he having twins. And he having yeah. twins. Yeah. So shout out to Hall the Damon's Dang. family. Oh, cool. Congratulations, so, sir. Always a shooter on and off the court. What's <laughs> What's uh, hey, Cam. <laughs> What's the rookie's name on that team on Portland? Uh, Anthony Simons. Oh, Anthony Simons. Yeah, he, he he was sparking. He was like, I ain't no one else out here. I'm about to be put. <laughs> McCollum was still there. He dropped like 40 plus uh, last year, like in their, the last game of the regular season last season. Uh, like they sat all their starters and he went for like 40, I think. So he's he's a bucket getter. Yeah, Mel- when he's the primary option. Like, I don't know how good he is. Like, off, getter. Off. This is who uh, stepped in the game for the for the Trailblazers. And they put up a really good fight against this Lakers team, which was very shocking. CJ McCollum led him in minutes. He played 46 minutes. With a broken back. During that game. With a back. a broken freaking back. You had Melo out there and you had Gary Trent Jr. And they both played 40 minutes in that game. So you had a heavy dosage of them. Then you also had Nurkic, who was out there for 37 minutes. Those were your, your start. Like those were the Iron Men of the evening. You also had Hassan Whiteside out there, Anthony Simons, as we mentioned, Jalen Horde, <laughs> Mario Hazonja, and uh, Jalen Adams. He got two minutes. Damn. So, you get two minutes in a limited game with only nine people on the squad? I mean, they called him up from the G League right before the bubble. Like, mm. but Y'all won. So y'all in the second round, <laughs> as we mentioned. One word about it. One nobody word. How y'all feel about it? How y'all feel going into the second round? Um, I mean, they, they don't know who they play. Yeah, I don't know who we're playing, but I'm I'm confident. But we we definitely got some work to do. Um, Who'd you prefer to play? Houston, okay. See, you said Houston. You said Houston last week. Uh, no, after watching how Russ looked in that I was game last say, night, I can understand. I can't. They deal with Russell, dog. I want to see that for seven <laughs> games, dog. I'm sorry, you ain't playing well. Man, Russ been looking. Yeah. Good. He was terrible, bro. He lost me some money, dog. <laughs> he got all energy, bro. We don't have no point guards, bro. Who go chase this nigga, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I'm sorry. Caruso, I, I don't know. Jason? Caruso huh. won't get left behind. I mean, Caruso exactly. played some defense, but Russell's yeah. a different type of athletic still. 
don't know. I still feel like I'll, it'll be a better chance of us playing Houston because they're small. Um, so I'm gonna go Rockets. And Chris Paul. Everybody keeps saying that, but they Chris Paul been playing amazing, yo. And good point guards, we do not play well against. So you, you yeah. And a Chris Paul, I'm not gonna lie. Three good Chris point guards, three headed monster over there with the guards. <laughs> Hey, Chris Paul, Chris Paul want that uh, matchup with LeBron next round. He mm-hmm. want it. He's like, Melo got his turn. It's my turn now. We, we doing this. I want this. <laughs> it's wild when you consider that they traded Russ for Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> redemption, dog. Oklahoma made the right decision. But they, they will give the Lakers a fit, too. Just like, in different ways. Each team is going to give them fits yeah. in little different ways, like. It's going to be a, a, a tough second-round matchup, regardless of who come out of it. Like, if I was LA, I would be more worried about Houston, to be honest. Like, I know if they're small, but, like, they're used to playing small, so it's not even yeah, – like, it's not like they get abused in the post anyway. So and they play. They play hella fast. Yeah, and they shoot a lot of threes. Really so, fast. like, if they're hitting their threes, <laughs> which, I mean, like, it's basically a story of their team. Like, if they're hitting a bunch of threes, like, they can beat anybody. Yeah. But they can also go historically cold. Oh. <laughs> so – Elimination game. <laughs> no threes falling. Just bricks. Brick, 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 brick. <laughs> Bob the Builder. Brick, half a brick. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. And then lastly, we got the – well, not lastly. Uh, the Clippers defeated the Dallas Mavericks 4-2. Um, Clippers Paul George said he talked to a psychiatrist – uh, after a slump before game five breakthrough, he's at underestimated mental health. Honestly, I had an anxiety and a little bit of depression. Being locked in here in the bubble, I just wasn't uh, there. I checked out. Um, also, Lakers Danny Green on the mental health challenges on the NBA bubble. The bubble is as good as your play. If you're not playing well, the walls are going to close in. You have nothing to do but uh, to look at social media all day, and they're doing is bullying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I said last that's week. Fair. Like, it, I feel like it amplifies, like, if you're playing well, like, it feels like the greatest thing ever. If, it, if you're not playing well, like, it can just, like, ruin you mentally. So, and it can snowball. It's harder to get out of. Because you got to think what we do. When you try to fall asleep, you just have your phone in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you just, all these tweets mm-hmm. and all the, yeah. Mentions on fire constantly, 20 Exactly. <laughs> ain't enough block buttons. No, it ain't. That's just turn your phone off. Thoughts. Yeah. Social media and how the whole world and you, ain't got, and you, you ain't got, got no family. Yeah, exactly. you ain't got no family. Family, you don't have distractions. Like, yeah, I can see it. Like, think about it this way: like, they're used to like traveling. So, like, you're physically leaving wherever you're at. Like, that's a t- time to kind of mentally like reset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but if you're just that's in like the same place work. day after day, like, and this is not my gym. It's just hard. Like, yeah, some people be like, "Hey, this ain't the gym for me, bro." I just just can't get my shit off in this gym or in this arena or whatever. And some, this may be some cat's kryptonite. They may not just like it here. Yeah. I think he was one of the players in an article I read that was discussing how excited players were for family to enter the bubble. Mm-hmm. One player, I believe it was, it was Paul George, but if it wasn't, I'm just, it, it's an NBA player that said this about families coming to the bubble, but he said that he couldn't wait for his girl to get there. He was like, because, like, I, I get tired of being around just the same men all day, every day. Like, I need my girl here to have some different conversations. I'm tired. Like, I, I need a conversation break from yeah. what we talk about every day. And that's something I never considered. The fact it's so, that it's different being trapped with 
a bunch of dudes for two months straight. So I'm about it's to say different. It's different. <laughs> you like you scarred that military. You get so tired <laughs> of that shit, dog. Them motherfuckers. I was so mad. I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. All the time. Oh my god. Yeah, and I never got, thought about that. Yeah, you got the and alpha male. You got the egos. That shit start playing. You got the petty games. Like I said, a lot of these cats are still in their early twenties, mid twenties. Yeah. They ain't got the mindset. You think about all the 24-year-olds you know, the 23-year-olds you know. Shoot. Think about yourself at 24. Exactly. Reckless. And that and they rich. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know how ignorant you can get. Something as simple as like you can't even leave and like take a drive somewhere. Like you're literally, you're yeah. literally stuck in the same, like, I don't know how many acre compound for two months now. You gotta see yeah. the Morris or twin that just stepped on your ankle and shit tomorrow. Fam. Walking in a lot. Bobby, you want to you want to be on site? <laughs> Which Morris brother is that? Marcus. That's on the Clippers because Marcus was out for Luca. He dirty, bro. He always like, been dirty. Yeah, that was some whole shit. Yeah. And then uh, Bleacher Report had actually posted a picture where they asked Luca because before they asked Luca when he stepped on his foot the first time, I should say second time because the first time the thing that happened was what got Porzingis kicked out of Game One. But anywho. When he stepped on the back of Luca's foot and like his shoe was coming off and whatnot, the reporter asked him if he thought that that was intentional. Do do you think that you know Marcus was out to get you? And Luca's response was one of those responses where it's like, I want to say yeah, but I'm not gonna tell y'all yeah. And he said, What do you think? Mm-hmm. I would I would like to think that it wasn't on purpose, but what do you think? This is me paraphrasing. But that's the gist of what he said. Mm-hmm. This game happens, he runs up on him and karate chop him or whatever move that was. The back of the damn head. Like, I was like, what you doing? Morris twin? And, um... Power Ranger. Right. Like, he a putty. Like, he, like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) And after the game, Luca was like, nah, I know what kind of player he is. I don't want him to do with nobody like that. That ain't my type of, that ain't my type of flow. Fuck him. Marcus Morris got in the comment and said, Crimea River clips in six. <laughs> just, he always been, even when he was over in Boston, I'm like, bro, him and Marcus Smart used to piss me off, bro. <laughs> they used to do the petties, underheaded, dirty shit. Yeah. And like, dog, y'all don't, you're like, refs, y'all gotta see this, bro. Like, y'all gotta see this, dog. The thing with Marcus Smart, I know we're not even talking about them, but like, I like the way Marcus Smart plays basketball when he's really just trying to play basketball and not trying to do all of the other extra little stuff that he does. Like if he could, cause he is a great defender. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is amazing. But if he just cut out that dirty stuff, like he'd be, I, I would be able to publicly talk about my love for Marcus Morris, but now I can't because <laughs> I continuously watch him do dirty stuff. Like I get it now. Like he, I get it. He got to clean that up, but. Uh, like sometimes Marcus you just gotta Morris fight like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like you not you not gonna do that to me like for an entire series, or at least like as my teammate. Like I'm not gonna allow you to keep doing this to our team. Like I get it. Like the NBA family, that all that. Me. Nobody fights, but like no, you you gotta put that dude on his ass at one point. Like because again, like it's not just like gamesmanship shit. It's it's literally going out there trying to hurt somebody. Like somebody already hurt. You step on his ankle. You smack the dude like clear across yeah. the face. Like that shit crosses the line. And like when people cross the line, you gotta smack them back across it. 
Yeah. Hey, that's a word. That's a word. Smack him back across that line. Because <laughs> he's just going to keep doing the same shit. Yeah. Like, until somebody stands mm-hmm. up. Like, well, uh, Zebo said that shit to uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Like, the bullies get bullied where I'm from. Like, yeah. seriously, like, that's that's the way <laughs> you can bat bullying. It's like, you just got to, like, you got to stand up yeah. to it. Because, like, they're going to keep pushing and pushing until you do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, lastly, Utah versus Denver. Series tied 3-3. Right now. Game seven's going on right now. Denver is up 43 to 30. Um, 46 has, to 30. Has this been the best series to you? I believe. Yeah. yeah. Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray have just turned this to a two man show. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm like, shit, fuck you. Just let them go one on one for game seven. But yeah. I don't care. I'm just, telling you, they need to make one on one an all star event because there's some talented dudes in this league. I know it won't happen and why it won't happen, but they need to do it. I need to put your pride to Ego and money. Put your pride to the side. Shut up. Put up or shut up. Come on. Let's see them one-on-one matchups. But, yeah, those niggas, they've been hooping. For real. Yeah. Murray, like, literally left everything on the choreo. During the game? No, somebody I was like, yo, his step back was sick as hell. Hell broke. I'm like, this nigga is stepping back effortless. Like, oh, when he pulls up to the side, he do a step back three on a fast break with like God. three on one. <laughs> like, that's when you know you're feeling like, it. Like, fuck it. He was launching that motherfucker. He was smacking that bitch. I'm like, come on, dog. The stuff that he was hitting, you like, where is this coming he from? Just, like, every time he, it went up, he was like, it's, that's dropping. He had it. <laughs> that's dropping. He apparently has. Spider was pulling through the. Spider was like, God. Donovan Mitchell has been – he was pissed after they lost game six. When they walked off, yeah, he was, just kicked stuff over. He was balling, though, for real. And he, he said after the game, he's like, I don't really care what I had because uh, we, we lost. lost. Like, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things now, does it? Yeah. yeah. I was like, dang. But I repeat, I appreciate it. Like, <laughs> you got five right now, Spider, so you got to pick it up, sir. But, I like, I say going into this series, like – they're, these teams are really similar to me. Like, they're evenly matched. Um, so, like, this is kind of what I've expected. Um, but it's been fun as hell to watch. Like, facts. And the winner <laughs> this, uh, goes to play the Clippers. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Mm. Like, both, like, coming into this series, like, I think it only happened like three or four times in history where a player got 50 in. 50 twice within the same series mm-hmm. and Mitchell and uh, Murray both did it in this <laughs> series. So mm. yeah, that? 40% of the all time, 40% of the times that that's happened in NBA history happened in this same series. That's crazy. That's crazy. And he was, he was efficient too. Yeah. I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Efficient. Who's so he who's shot the threat to nine for 12 from three in game six. That's crazy. Locked in. Right, he's like 18 for 24. 71 percent from the field. Mm. 17 for 24. Mm. But you said no. who's the bigger threat to the Clippers? Mm-hmm. Honestly, the Clippers haven't looked great. If uh if not for Luca's injury and Porzingis injury, I'm not sure if they would even have made it to the second round. If Jamal Murray or Donovan Mitchell, whichever one of those springy point guards gets to the second round, 
If they can keep up the input that they were putting in in the first round, they can give them some problems, especially because Pat Bev has been hurt. I'm not exactly sure where he is on his road to recovery at this point, but he hasn't Mm -hmm. looked himself in some time now. Those Mm -hmm. guards can give them some trouble. Jokic could give them some trouble. Big time. Gobert could give them some trouble. Gobert will give them all the fits. And it's in different ways, but it's – I don't think the Clippers – the Cl- okay, I'll put it like this. The Clippers are the team that you expected all along to make it to the, the uh, Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way they have been playing is not at the level of the team that you thought, in part because uh, Paul George has been struggling. Kawhi's looked amazing, by the way. But <laughs> Paul George has been struggling. Pat Bev has been hurt a little bit. Lou's had a couple of bad games where he just looked himself all the way. And then you got these two teams who are battling the game seven. Like they're going to be tired, but they've been playing at such a high level this whole time. I don't know if that's going to, you know, they're going to be worn out or if they're going to be more geared up to go in the second round. But I don't think it's easy for the Clippers either way it goes. I had Denver coming out of this series at the beginning. They just got Gary Harris back in game six. I'm going to still go Denver. And I think that Denver is going to be a really big matchup problem for them, especially if Jamal Murray keeps playing the way he has been. And Gary Harris can come back and kind of get back in the form too. Yeah, get a couple games <clears throat> and get into the second round. Honestly, I just feel that the Clippers are a bad matchup for both of these teams just because of like the Clippers' wing depth and the dearth of wing defenders on both Denver and Utah. Um mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like Kawhi is going to have his way with either team. And, like, <laughs> Gobert being, you know, like, shutting off the paint really isn't going to matter because he's just going to be surgical from mid-range. Like, mm-hmm. I want to say, regardless of who wins, <laughs> like, I think it's Clippers in five. Mm. But, yeah, but it's like, I kind of feel <laughs> like watching this, I'm like, damn, this sucks. Like, they're playing their ass off just to get – buzzsaw by the Clippers in the next round. But like like you said, like they haven't played well necessarily. I just think this is going to be like a matchup problem for whichever team. Um, the one thing that I'm, that gets me paused to that is I think that Jokic can kind of cook. Like Jokic just kind of faded to the background a little bit in this Utah series, but that's mainly because like where he's been getting this shit off. But I think that like a big kind of dominant Offensive center can give the Clippers problems. Yeah, he could be a Clipper matchup problem while Murray has been right. a Utah Utah matchup, matchup problem. problem. I can see that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would have Denver beating them, but it wouldn't be as easy as I would have thought going into. And they got Porter Junior too. Oh, I forgot that Michael Porter been pulling. Oh, they got Mills. Has he been they playing got, well the last couple games? Oh, that man is gonna get roasted by Kawhi. They better hot. They better not. I mean, Paul Millsap's still there. They he got Jeremy. One the Grant's still like, there he gonna too. get So they got. They better they put him on Paul George as their best spot. That's their best bet because Kawhi gonna be able to do whatever he want. Nah, if Pat Bev plays like they oh, shit, because then like you don't have anywhere to hide Murray. Like that that that's the big problem. The sneaky problem with Denver. Like even going forward, like can you defend? well enough with Jokic, Murray, and uh, Porter Jr. Like, cause you, you can only hide. So, you know what I mean? Like, if, if you have, you just gonna have to try to outscore everybody. But hey. you can only hide them on so many <laughs> players. 
Might not be a bad idea for him. Just, just let's, just, let's just see who can make the most buckets. Yeah, let's just see who can make the most buckets. But who y'all got? Uh, Utah or Denver? Who y'all got? I mean, we'll know by the time this comes um, out. I mean, given that Denver's up by 14 now, at least. Um, but they, all these games have been tight. So, but I'm still go with Denver. Yeah, that's you got coming into it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Denver's one of my favorite West squads. I thought, Ken, what about you? Mm-hmm. Now, who would you have coming into it if you remember? I had Denver. Okay. Because I, I feel like they're the, they're the team that can beat the Clippers. That's what the Clippers lose. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Eric, who did you I have? I had Denver, and I still have Denver. Jamal Murray is down. I don't know what happened okay. to him. But he's holding his leg, I think. Mm. Pretty cool. So, I hope Even so. if you, Utah does lose this game, like, I don't want to hear no 3-1 jokes just because this isn't a good-ass series, so – yeah, it's been a great series. And Denver's been playing their ass off. Like, it's not like Utah is just, like, choked. Like, Denver mm-hmm. – if Denver wins, Denver beat them. Yeah. 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 They didn't lose. Like, you know, some people are like, did they win the game or did the other team lose it? No, like, it's just been a good-ass series. Whoever win, won. We all won because we got <laughs> to watch this series. Like, <laughs> Tim, would you take us through some transaction personnel and injury news? Yeah, real quick. Oh, he banged knees. Mm-hmm. So, injuries, NFL. Uh, Eagles left tackle Andre Dillard will miss the season with a biceps injury suffered in practice. Um, Charger star safety Duran James is likely to miss significant time with a meniscus injury he suffered during practice. That James, sucks. Yeah. James was expected to be a defensive player of the year candidate and will now have to wait and see when he will be back on the field. He's also a big reason or was one of the bigger reasons why they was able to help with their uh, their pass defense because they got – Bosa and them up front, Bosa and Ingram up front. You had James in the back, so their pass defense, and you got Casey Hayward on the outside, so they had a pretty decent pass defense. They just couldn't stop the run. You lose James, now you – that's a big blow. Big, big blow. Um, Ohio State senior defensive tackle Haskell Garrett is in stable condition after he was shot in the face early Sunday in the uh, in Columbus. Now, that ain't a traditional sports injury, but, like – They say something in the cheek. My goodness. And with both cheeks. Are you serious? Yeah, I seen that when that popped up. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And he's a big boy because they showed a picture of him. I was like, I can't Bro. imagine the pain of getting shot in the face. Like, I, I mean, getting shot itself yeah. looks painful, but like getting shot in the face, woo. Right, so wherever they was at, they was able to shoot him through both. I was like, woo. That's, that's tough, but uh, hope he heals but he's up. in stable condition. Yeah, heal up, young man. Um, the Columbus PD is not providing any more information at this time. Uh Transactions, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> they, boy. They my nerves. Jaguars agreed to trade franchise defensive end Yannick Ngakwe to Minnesota for a second and conditional fifth round pick that can go as high as a third round pick. Jaguars get a second round pick in 2021 and conditional fifth round pick in 2022. The Vikings get Yannick Ngakwe, uh, who's also a defensive end. Uh, he will rework his one-year $17.78 million franchise tender to complete the deal. He was one, he's considered one of the best up-and-coming defensive ends in the league. And like the way that Jacksonville just be getting rid of talent is wild to me, bro. Like, they have these high oh, drafts. They're worse than fucking Philly. They're like fucking Philly. They're fucking Philly of the NFL, bro. They get these high-ass draft picks. get these cold-ass players. You fucking just let go of Leonard Fournette. Like he was the like a fourth or fifth pick in the damn draft, 
He was called at LSU. He gonna go, go somewhere and get his shit off. Chicago, we talked about him already. You just gave him, well, you got a, a nice little chunk of change back, but Jalen Ramsey, let that motherfucker go. Like, bruh, and got way here. And then you they built the damn defense. Three years ago, y'all was one game away from the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. In that time, y'all dismantled that defense that was the top five defense. And then they shit on offense. All y'all had to do was correct the quarterback. Y'all was a quarterback away. A quarterback away. This is how you don't run the franchise, folks. <laughs> this is how you don't. Anyways. Is Doug Marone still their coach? I think so. I'll, I'll double check, but because I know it ain't. It is. It know it is. It's Doug Marone. Now, he's uh, not a good enough coach to be the Vikings defense. on his talent. <laughs> like, no. The Vikings defense is scary. Like, the Jaguars are getting a bunch of draft picks, but it's like, what are y'all going to do with them? Like, y'all had talent already, and y'all didn't really do too much with that. So what makes it seem any different that you'll – Oh, they grew them real good, and then they give them away. I mean, they don't want to pay them. <laughs> like, I can, like, they don't want to pay them, but it's like, these guys are worth it. Like, it's not like – You know Robinson. what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not the same. And now the Vikings got freaking – They got they Harrison got, they got still – Daniel Hunter's still there on the other end. They got Eric Kendricks. Anthony Barr. Then you got uh then they Anthony got Harris. Safeties. You got both the safeties. And yeah, now still the Vikings still choke. They got Yannick. Mm-hmm. Two on each the, level. The defense in Minnesota has never really been the problem. Like <laughs> no. Like it's exactly. Mm. This don't make me feel no better about Aaron Rodgers. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. So. Now, now the Bears really about to finish last in the division. Yeah, so, now, damn, what about Detroit? <coughs> I just had to say that because Cam was here. That's all. We have blatant disrespect out here. So all the, all <laughs> sorry, these damn sorry. divisions in the NFL, and they had to send them to Minnesota. Right. Right. <laughs> and only for a second. <laughs> No, Second and fifth. Man. I'm like, damn, that's all it took to get a, a bona fide pass rush? The fifth can anyway. go as high as the third, though, if certain conditions are met. So he'll be if worth conditions it. are met, it'll be worth it, <laughs> right? <laughs> he'll be worth <laughs> it. Uh, the Bills released veteran kicker Stephen Hauschka, uh, along with uh, punter Lachlan. I don't know that mother. Lachlan Edwards. Cool. Thank you, sir. Um, LSU star Jamar Chase, the nation's top wide receiver, expected to opt out of the season and declare for the 2021 NFL draft. Ain't mad at you, sir. Chase is cold. He probably going to be the first receiver off the board. He is cold. Um, That's WWE, why I'm getting by, like, uh, what's the, Justin Fields? Is that the quarterback from Ohio, Ohio State? State? Like, he riding so hard for a season. It's like, bro, you are, like, a top five pick now. Like, <laughs> You can only go down from like, here. You know what I mean? Like, chill. Sit, sit your year out. Like, I get it. You love football. Maybe so, he's like, riding for his like, brothers. I get it. You know, his brothers ain't got a chance of being a top five pick, but, you know, they want to play I, football. I hear you. Down for his. <laughs> I hear you, but I hear you. Bosa sat out Ohio State. He was like, as soon as he was about to get here, he was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm not playing the rest of the damn season. They shunned his ass that whole year for doing that. And you know what? He just got paid. He just got motherfucking paid. Bosa. He gonna get paid too, cause that nigga cold too. <laughs> <laughs> like they gonna get their money, bro. Like at the end of the day, it's a long term investment. Yeah, this is a long term investment. I got a million dollar insurance for a reason. I hear you. Um, WWE Mar- and Maro Winello are parting ways. I well, his love Maro endeavors. 
Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he might just be trying to get out of wrestling or something because that man be trying to bring in all the pop culture all the time. Words, and all the be words. Necessary. <laughs> All the words, too. What a body slam. You might want to whop. Like, that doesn't make sense right now. Why are we talking about whop? You just trying to make it. And just like Cardi B and Megan, he just whopped him all over the ring. Like, what? Bro, you are wallet. Where's the mop? (laughs) He's slipping and sliding all over the place. Where's the mop? I don't know if he's going back to boxing, but he never, he never stopped boxing. doing boxing. Yeah, he never stopped doing. I think boxing. I saw a thing where he was like focusing on like his uh his charity work and like uh, mental health awareness and all that stuff too. So that's right. It's time. Um, and MLB trade deadline. So the there was a lot of trading going on. There was more active than a lot of people expected it to be, but the. Main storyline here is San Diego Padres realized that they got a shot at actually winning the shit this year. They hot as shit and decided to go all in. So they ended up picking. They had so many trades that day. Um, main thing is that they picked up uh, pitcher from the Cleveland Indians. I'm just trying to get man's name real quick. Who? Mike Clevenger. Mike Clevenger. There you go, sir. Mike Clevenger was the blockbuster deal of the deadline for the Indians. Like I said, not the Indians, the uh, Padres. Like I said, they're pretty much going all in. They also picked up uh, the Boston Red Sox traded them a hitter as well. Pretty um, Mitch Moreland. He was their best, pretty much their best hitter so far this year as well. So they're picking up hitters. They're picking up pitchers. They're like, fuck it. We all in, you know, they picked up, uh, Ken Rosenthal is a uh, I'm mean, Trevor Rosenthal who's a reliever. So like they they just said, here we go. And I don't blame them. Like nobody was gonna say San Diego Padres is winning the fucking World Series this year <laughs> at all. But they got hot and they're super hot and it's a shortened season and everything like that. Who knows? They go keep Might the magic well. riding. And yeah. So I'm not mad at it. When you see your window, take it because you don't know when you're gonna get back there. That's it. If you see the window, take it. Because you never know what's going to come back. You don't? Like, I just, from a personal standpoint, like, I would be kind of pissed if I got traded during a pandemic. Like, <laughs> I got to relocate my whole family or go stay in a hotel or, you know what I mean? Like, you have a yeah. home base and, like, now you get traded somewhere else. Yeah. Like, yeah, Fair it's enough. It's like habit, habit, but hazard. Yeah. I hear you. Any other big trades, Tim? Uh, Did no, the Brewers make a trade too? They traded away our reliever. Which uh, one? Black dude, right? Let me see. Hold on, give me two seconds. I can pull it up. You better not been the black dude. Shout out to dude. Like he he <laughs> like he uh, scratched BLM into Mal. Oh yeah, Apparently yeah, he yeah. was he what was his name Devin Williams. We traded so. uh, David Phelps to oh, the okay. uh, to the Phillies. Okay. He was a reliever of ours, so he used to play for the Yankees with Joe Girardi, so they're kind of doing the reconnection thing for them with the Phillies. The Brewers are the garbage this year, aren't they? Who? They ain't been great. No, no, no. We, uh, we're close to 500 now, I think. Because oh. like, I feel, I get alerts every time they play, and I feel like every time it's like, the Brewers lose. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, was, we was 11 and 11 at one point, then we ended up like 11 and 15 or some shit. Like, we was getting smacked, but um, I think we're close to 500 again. Let me, I'm, I can double check that. Red Nizel. But yeah, that's yeah. about it for the trade deadline. Though it was it was some movement. Um, 
Arizona Diamondbacks offloaded a lot of their their star players, like the uh, Starlin Starlin Marte. Starlin Marte, there it is. Um, Robbie Ray. So it was Arizona selling, and the Padres buying. Got you. All right. Well, payback took place this weekend because WWE seems to think that in pay per view a week after another one isn't a bad idea, and they did it. I'm not going to lie to you. Didn't watch it. Didn't have much of an interest. So, gentlemen, did y'all watch? I did. I did not. Eric? I watched one thing, and that was the uh, the Roman Reigns match. Because I'm actually interested to see where they're going with heel Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, what's going on with Roman Reigns? Oh, he- yeah. Oh, really? He, he went full-blown full heel. Damn, how, 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 wait, how did he turn? How did he turn? Oh. Like, what? what, what? Sorry. Uh, yeah, so at SummerSlam, uh, Bray Wyatt beat Braun Strowman. Then after the match was over, Roman came out with a chair, just fucked both of them up, grabbed the title. So people were like, oh, what you doing? Um, Friday, I don't know what set it up, but at the end, like they're trying to get him to sign the contract for the match. And Tim, you can kind of fill in the blanks that I'm inevitably going <laughs> to like have in my story. But like he... Um, He's like in his his dressing room. He he talks for a little bit, and then he starts saying like uh, Paul Heyman's catchphrase, and then Paul Heyman then the camera plans to Paul Heyman. He's like believe that. So like it's clear that they're together. So then on Sunday they had a triple threat: Braun, Bray, Roman. Braun and Jesus Christ's name. Braun and Bray. <laughs> uh, like, they fight, like, the entire time Roman doesn't come out. Then at the end, like, when they both, like, they collapse the ring, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman comes out at the end, like, to kind of pick up the pieces and then, like, fucks him up with a chair again, wins the title. So that's where we're at now. So he actually hasn't said that much. Um, it hasn't given, like, an explanation or anything like that. But he's clearly a heel at this point. And he's talking shit on Twitter, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So pretty much the, the setup was... There was a uh, mail carrier, I guess, or uh, I don't know what you call him. The guy had to take the contract and get Braun, Bray, and Roman to sign the contracts in order for the match to take place. So Rome, so he went to Braun. He went to Roman room like throughout SmackDown to try to talk to him. Roman kept blowing him off. So he got Braun to sign it. He got Bray to sign it. But he said that he'll beat her on Sunday. But he's not signing the contract. But he'll beat her on Sunday, and you can believe that he's gonna win and you, and all of that shit. But it's it's gonna be interesting to see Hill Roman because we've been asking for Hill Roman for a long time, <laughs> yeah. and now he's uh, hopefully he buys and just buys completely into it. And it's great to have Paul Heyman as a Hill advocate for him because his promos left a lot to be desired. So I'm excited for that. Uh, payback was actually not bad at all. Um, Sasha has no belt now. <laughs> Hey, didn't I say that was gonna happen? Yeah, Sasha has zero belts now. So I'm like, oh good, that means there's no reason for Bailey to be on Raw anymore. Good, take her ass back to SmackDown. She can stay on over there. Um, so it's uh Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are now the tag team champs. <laughs> and then let's see, Street Profits retain. Well, they didn't they didn't I don't think they had a match, but uh Bobby Lashley won the United States Championship. The Hurt Business actually is not a bad, they're getting better. I'm kind of fucking with them now. I like they look here. <laughs> I like they here. It's, it's, it's kind of, I kind of fuck with them. Um, who else? Uh, 
Asuka, of course, won the uh, Raw Women's title from Sasha as well. But that was at SummerSlam, I believe, right? That was yeah. the thing that I, yeah. I, that I realized is that, that a lot of the people that got left off of SummerSlam, like they had their loss to their future. Shine at Payback. It seems like on play Payback. So Keith Lee, Randy Orton, they had their match. Keith Lee won. I was happy he wanted his debut, but his music not being there still trash. My main thing with WWE, I said this before, or to Sam, is as hard as they push us to watch NXT, pub NXT, see NXT, want to be there for NXT, and they build these characters up, and you and you watch these guys, and you be like, okay, I have an affinity to this character, for them to bring him up to Raw and completely change him, like we ain't never seen a motherfucker before. It's kind of weird to me. <laughs> it's just kind of weird to me. Like I can see if NXT wasn't on the main platform like it used to be or it was still it uh underground wrestling or the, the independent circuit iwa and stuff like that and it really wasn't anything shown or everybody knew it was like just the strictly the developmental circuit but, but the way that they're building it now they're trying to make it the third brand it doesn't make sense for them to still treat it like it's strictly developmental does that make sense yeah if it's supposed to be its own third strong brand in line with smackdown right. and Raw. See, this is why i don't watch wrestling it don't make sense it don't make sense they keep doing the same stuff i'm done with them well, once Triple H takes up, but Raw Underground is still when dope. Triple H, <laughs> Shane. Vince McMahon ain't never gonna die. Okay, you know, he's, he's going to be like, man, I swear, <laughs> gonna find out how to freeze himself, like they said the dude from Disney. Cryogenic. Did. Cryogenically. Fine. Listen, man. Well, that, that, yeah, because they'd be having like the cryogenic. But I will say though, I will say though, the idea of Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman sounds interesting enough to at least follow what's going on with that. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm invested in. That's interesting to me. (laughs) Tyson Fury challenged Drew McIntyre because Tyson Fury, I guess being a boxing heavyweight champion isn't enough. He wants to keep wrestling at the same time. I hope Wilder knocks him out the next time they fight on GP. I know it's about the money. I don't, I don't like <laughs> you don't how it looks. I don't like it. I don't like it. I hope he loses. Period. Capital hmm. T. So, also, oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to move past the subject. So you don't yeah, want to speak? Oh, okay. 2K, if you if y'all play video games, NBA 2K21 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 comes out this Friday. I just wanted to say that on this show because I'm very excited about both of those games coming out. Matter of fact, I took a personal day off for these games <laughs> come out because it's like it's a holiday weekend anyways. Let's make it a four-day weekend. I want to feel like I'm 13 and I want to play the game all weekend with no worries and no cares. I'm going to do all my chores ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take the car in. I'm going to get the car washed. I'm going to back. I'm going to put up clothes. I'm going to deep clean. And I'm going to play video games all weekend. And I cannot wait. Sounds like a plan. I can't wait. They announced so y'all when to- the next generation come out. Like Holiday 2020 is all they say so no, far. No, no hard date. No hard date. Like nah. Sometime this year. Just for tease. We we believe it'll be November of this year at some point. I would imagine but, they have to do it before Black Friday. So we'll see. But um, yeah, some good games coming out this weekend. So if y'all play those games and uh, y'all trying to hop on, I heard the new Mad Madden is garbage. Oh, like people, damn. I've heard mixed reviews. Say, I've heard mixed. I reviews. like it. It's okay. So the biggest thing that I guess people have an issue with is. 
tackling. Like they made running a lot easier this year or they put the emphasis back into a running game. Mm-hmm. So like these past couple of Madden's has been like crazy animations and passing and passing and passing and you can't run for crap. This one you can actually run, but you have to be patient. Like you have to wait for your blocks to actually get set up in order for you to actually run. Most people just want to get to the line and go. So a lot of people feeling like you, it's just, it's crappy. You can't get the animations. They're trying to throw under pressure, but they can't. Like, it's just a lot of crazy stuff that I've seen. But the, what I've been playing, because my very first game, I thought it was crap. And I was like, you know what? It's a new game. Let me just keep playing it. Played it some more. And I was like, you know what? This actually is better than last year's Madden. <laughs> but oh. that, that's how I feel about it. I'm like, okay. Like The more I played it, I was like, oh, this shit is it's valid. Like It's really valid. But... You know, to each their own. Like, you can't have no glitchy plays to, you know, blitz the line and stuff like that as of this moment right now. I haven't seen it yet. But, you know, it's people that be looking for that. Or it'd be glitches that happen and don't happen to other people, but still people complain about it. I hear you. Have you played The Yard? Just real quick. No, I, will, I, will, I will said I'll do it sometime this weekend. Because that'll look fun. Okay, let me know how that is. For sure. Do we have any blow the whistles this week? No, ma'am. All right. And that being said, let's get into the Tech Top 5. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech Top Five. All right. Last week's Tech Top Five was Top Five Kobe Highlights. I believe that I won that this week. It was either me or Tim. I can't remember which list it was, but it was a close vote, whichever way it went. Actually, I think it was Tim. So I'm going to give that to you, sir. I I think it was you. So I'm going to give that to you, sir. Congrats on that. <laughs> this week, we are doing the Tech Top 5 Superpowers You Wish You Had. We're doing that in tribute to the Black Panther. So, which uh, superpowers do y'all wish y'all had? For sure. Tim. I think before Tim even read um, off his list, like we know exactly what number one going to be. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Superstar. Number five, I got rapid regeneration, like uh, the healing ability. Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh, see, I have that on my list. I just put Wolverine powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a rapid regeneration. Wolverine powers. We, we got some other shit. Um, number four, I got super strength. Okay. Wouldn't mind picking up a car or two every now and then, you oh. know, just flex on the I don't think you need to be picking up cars. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up a car to my panky and my, my index fingers. Like, fuck you talking about? Shit, like, just steal cars, pick right. them up and run off with them. <laughs> um, oh, no, my list number three. Oh, no. Number three, I got super intellect. Um, So, like, when I say super intellect, I'm thinking, like, uh, Lex Luthor or mm-hmm. uh, Mastermind, something like that. Um, Number two, I got telekinesis. That's shit with my mind and shit like that. That'd be dope. Shit. Turn, lift the fan, turn the fan on and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's my shit. And uh, number one, super speed. But you already knew that. <laughs> you already knew that. I'm gone. And you already knew that. Eric, what you got? Yeah, so at five, uh, y'all know my personality. I like to just disappear on people. So invisibility would be. Invisibility. <laughs> I would be my number five. Four, like I said, Wolverine power. So I'll call it rapid regeneration. That's what you call it. What it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, three, intelligence. Like like I said, the super intelligence. Um, I just want to be able to like compute like, like that. permutations like instantly. Yeah. Um, two, we've got teleportation. 
I thought about doing flying, but if I can just be That's like, the same hey, thing. <laughs> show up somewhere else, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, let me be able to teleport. And number one, at first I put white privilege, but I'm gonna go with my hey, <laughs> white what was your number one? I was gonna say white privilege, but I'll, I'll keep it PC and I'll say money. So I just want like all the money, so I can like. Oh, you want the uh, like, the Batman money? Yeah, basically, yeah. like I can just well, try to out of every problem. Just by you know? we we just go put white privilege on there for. That's funny. That's funny. What, what, what was your uh, five and four again? I know you had super intelligence, uh, transfer, teleportation, and money. Invisibility. invisibility. Four is rapid regeneration. Three, super intelligence. Two, teleportation. And one is money slash white, white privilege. All right. You're going to win off that just off top. That's hilarious. All right. My list. Think about it, like Batman and Tony Stark. Their only superpowers is that they super rich. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Iron Man's also really smart, so that's that's part of his. I mean, Batman shit. is too. I mean, Batman, Batman like ain't. Batman ain't as smart as Iron Man. He's doing his own he's detective. Do detective and shit. Yeah, he's, he's a detective. detective. He's not he as smart as Iron Man. <laughs> like, like, does he have you better deductive? DC? Does he have better deductive skills? Yes. I, I, I love Batman. I'm looking no. forward to the new one coming out, actually. I love Batman. He's actually the best superhero. And he doesn't have superpowers, by the way. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to agree with you on that one. but Batman and Iron Man are in my top five superheroes. I love both of them. And they don't have superpowers. I love them. Yeah, they don't. I know. But the characters are just so... Batman will pass questions later. <laughs> All right. My list. So, I think I thought about this list and I think it fits my personality pretty well. So as y'all go through it, y'all let me know if this, if these surprise you as being the top five, in my opinion. So number five, I got teleportation because like Eric said, I thought about flight, but I was like, do I really want to fly if I could just be there in an instant? So Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. shout out to you, sir. That's a cold yeah. power. And you can fight. I was thinking about Power Rangers with mine. <laughs> oh yeah, how they used to use their little uh, belts more, and they would. No. Uh, those yeah. uh, the watches. No, they have the little. Watch. Oh, the watch, the watch, the watch. Yeah. Like we Number really got four, those now, though. Like oh, what? right, <laughs> low key. Number four, I have enhanced senses, kind of like Daredevil, but I don't want to have to lose any of mine. Like just enhance my senses, like uh, let me be able to really feel. Lightness. I don't watch oh, all the way. Oh, like, I ain't gonna lie to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, I that shit. Like, damn, Number three, I have elemental control. So, like, how, how Storm controls the weather and whatnot. That's that always been super tight to me. Yeah. What would you do with that power? And Just curious. What would I do with any of these powers? That's That's asking me a question beyond my comprehension at the moment. I can't even... Well, I mean, I, I guess like I've always that. been like, okay, like aside from like bringing a storm and hitting people with like electricity, what? like what was storm? None of well, I mean, floods, hurricanes, you, tornadoes, shit. Yeah, if like you look at thing. everything, I've, none, nothing on my list is going to be like good. And I mean, you can use it in battle, but most of the, my list is pretty much just like things. No, I wasn't knocking. I was just trying to figure out like, like what's to you, like what's the upside of being able to do this? Like, why would you be like? Well, oh, yeah, man, I mean, you could like Tim said though, like in real life, like you can stop mm-hmm. terrible weather from happening. Like, and also like if it's a drought, you can make it rain. If it's a wildfire, you can make it stop. Like you can control you be a good guy. the elements. And also, 
I love the weather. So I'd probably be just out like, let me get a big old house and in my backyard, I'm gonna make it rain or I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be able to just look at stuff like that. That just sounds fun. Number two, telekinesis. So, oh, you know, moving stuff with your mind. That's, that's beyond crazy mind power. And then number one, I got a uh, telepathy, reading minds, being able to oh, communicate know, be out. Fuck his head, it's like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, just because I have the power, it is not going to mean I'm used all the time. But it would be nice to be able to communicate with people without actually having to speak to them. Yeah, that's I would say with tele, uh, not telekinesis. Like that's the one, like uh, uh, Harry Potter spell that I wish I had, where I could just like flick my wand and have something come to me. Oh, I'll be yeah. doing that shit with the uh, with the remote. I'll be like just like when it's too far, I'll be like I don't feel like getting up and doing this. <laughs> Like just I see your remote and shit. If Mac in the room, you just say I see your remote, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna do that when I have kids. I see is gonna be they command to bring me. <laughs> Ken, what's on your list? Um, and number five, I have um invulnerability. So that's what like um uh why Superman? Um, Luke. Oh, yeah, like Luke. Luke yeah. yeah. Um, time travel. I know that that I think that'd be dope. I don't know so if you have to go back in time and in front of yeah, time. I ain't going back in time. Hey. I can't go back before like 1983. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, he can just travel right back. I'm gonna say, I don't know where we trying to go there. Yeah, I want to go past the 90s. <laughs> Honestly, I like to see stuff. Yeah. I, like, I wish I could go back and see just certain things and how it used to be. So I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. And the fact that you could come back to the present at your own will kind of yeah. protects you from getting out of <laughs> getting into some bad situations. Um, but time travel, and then um, number three, um, teleportation. Um, number two, telekinesis, and then um, number one, super strength, like Hulk. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, just fuck some shit up. No. That's my list. And there you have it. All right. There you have it. And there you have it. Make sure that you vote when you see this list pop up on your social media, whether that be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Make sure y'all vote and let us know which list you think is best. Of course, they will not have our names on it, you know, to make it so you're not, you know, judging it based on who said it. So make sure y'all vote. Once again, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all for y'all support for rating and for reviewing, for sharing the show. If you haven't done that yet, make sure you do it. This is your last reminder this episode to do so. So please do it now. Do that for us. We appreciate it so much. We hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. We hope that y'all taking care of your mentals and your chickens. Mm-hmm. As Q would say. As who would say? Q. Oh, you, you talking about 72 and 10. I'm talking about the uh, original source. I'm talking about Marshawn. No, that nigga say that every week. <laughs> hey, where'd he get it from, though? He ain't think of it himself. No offense, Q, but you know you got that from Marshawn. Get a nigga's love. Y'all start the show talking about Quentin. Y'all end the show talking about Quentin. Hey, you did? I don't know if we're going to include yeah. it, but you did. Uh, <laughs> huh. But, uh, yeah, hope y'all enjoyed the show. If y'all want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, and PSN at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. At Bucksburn, 
That's all you get. Um, Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Okay, here's 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give it to me. Uh, Ciao. For now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Bobin. Ciao for now. Have a good (laughs) week, (laughs) y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.